Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. And today, we're digging back into CIA's vault of goodies. Yes, they've recently released over a million documents, over 800,000 files of information uh, throughout the years. They actually had to be sued in order to place these documents onto the internet. Uh, <laughs> before that, you could only go onto four computers in the back of the Library of Congress in order to see these documents. So, lucky us, we can dive right in. Today, I'm going to dive into a document um, in the Stargate category. Uh, however, it's based on telepathic hypnosis. Now, I had never heard of this before, but digging through the CIA files, found some interesting stuff. It's based on the idea that some someone may be trained in order to have the ability to put people to sleep and wake them up telepathically from a distance of a few yards to over a thousand miles. Uh, this became most thoroughly tested and perfected by the Soviets uh, according to a document in the CIA files. Uh, so they, the CIA was clearly interested in this. It looks like this document was like, it was it was either written as part of a larger document or as part of a book um, because it starts with a paragraph starting with the number five and then right directly below that, it says part D, and then it says telepathic hypnosis, so it's a little confusing. Um, but it seems to be either pulled out of a book or as part of a larger document. Uh, you know, the government likes to just t give us a little piece, but not the entire piece of the story, and block out pieces that they don't want us to see. But this entire document, it, you know, it seems to be unblocked for what is given to us, but... It ends on page 49 and starts with page 47. So it looks like it was like part of a larger book or document. But it's dated July 1972 in the upper right-hand corner. So this is from the early 70s. <clears throat> and the government was definitely concerned about the Russians' involvement in telepathy, telekinesis, any psyops um, work that had been done in Russia since the early 20s, probably even before, but they had stated that um, even in this document that work uh, on a person's consciousness as well as telepathy uh, started in the early 1920s in Russia, uh, but it wasn't publicized until the early 60s. Uh, work was begun by a man by the name of K. O. Kotkov, so you got K period, O period, Kotkov, a psychologist from Kharkov University in 1924. So these guys were working on this way back in the 20s. I mean, this is 100 years ago, guys. This is like, this is quite a while ago. And uh, they stated that this psychologist, Kotkov, could telepathically obliterate, this is the word, obliterate, an experimental subject's consciousness from short distances or from the opposite side of town. The work was documented by Vasilev, this uh, another gentleman, who conducted the research of his own, 
but he couldn't reveal it under Stalin's regime. So apparently they had some conflict there, and if Stalin, if Stalin wouldn't let anything out, right? I mean, it's Soviet Russia, <clears throat> you know, underneath communist rule, they're not going to let anything out. Um, not anything that wasn't taken out by American spies anyways, right? So <clears throat> they stated that the reality of telepathic sleep-wake was backed by columns of data, uh, and it might be astonishing, but it seems to be that there was a, a lot of data. So what they would do is, it seems as though there's a couple different parts to this, but that one of the experiments was to hypnotize someone and then give them information, feed them information, and then let them go back to their position and then wake them up telepathically from a thousand miles away. It could be on the other side of the globe. So very interesting. Very interesting stuff. Um, <clears throat> so um, the parapsychologists in Leningrad and Moscow were involved in the telepathic manipulation of consciousness uh, by recording the EEGs of the subject. So if by recording the EEGs of the subject, the, the hypnotist would send a, a telepathic message stating, wake up, and the individual would wake up six out of eight times uh, within seconds of receiving this telepathic message. So it's very, very interesting, very fascinating stuff. Um, one of the subjects remarked that uh, as soon as the wake-up signal was sent, um, the individual began waking up and had full consciousness within 20 to 30 seconds of receiving the information or the, the command to wake up. So this this is really interesting stuff. I, it seems as though they had their subject and so they used a subject and 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 you know they they did this under strict laboratory, you know, uh, restrictions and guidance. However, I wonder how well this would work if they didn't have a subject, if they just had an individual that uh, that they were using in the general populace, you know what I mean? Um, I wonder if, like, one of the researchers used, like, his wife or something as, like, a subject, you know, an unwitting subject to see if this could actually work. Um, that'd be a fascinating thing to find out. Um, <coughs> so... <clears throat> Uh, you know, they had questions as to why the CIA, not the CIA, but whoever wrote this document, stated that they had questions as to why the Soviets were doing this. They uh, they were wondering if it was just for theoretical reasons or to see if they could mathematically prove that there was an electromagnetic carrier of telepathy, possibly. Um, so they're trying to figure out maybe some of the the units of measurement as well as what was the medium of transmission of the telepathy to the individual was it electromagnetic or was it some other form of communication um so that's that's another interesting portion of the of the document uh it states that uh they were able to influence with some levels of success. Um, they stated that hypnotizing someone telepathically um, in the U.S. seems to not be taking taken 
well it seems to be kind of taken as a joke or not possible or not potential but the soviets weren't worried about saving face they were worried about trying to win a war or at least start taking over countries uh and this was a huge country uh russia uh as well as america but russian russian scientists i mean these guys were on top of their game uh as far as the paranormal uh going back way before the uh, second world war you know and there's movies where the Soviets are like so interested in in the occult, like if you've ever seen the movie Hellboy, you know they got a couple guys in the occult, Rasputin, and a couple other uh, you know occulty type guys that can come back from the dead, and so it just shows you that um, it's reached as far as you know popular movies, popular media, uh, pop culture. So the Soviets had reportedly had been working on the effects of drugs as well, used in combination with psychic tests. Uh, and they used mescarin in the early days. And more recently, um, M.S. Smirnov of the Laboratory of Vision had been obtaining psychic success with psilocybin, which is psychedelic mushrooms, right? So these guys are, are testing out, you know, psychedelics. They're testing out uh, mescarin. Um, so I mean, you know, they're they're using different different categories of drugs to elicit psychic abilities. And did we not do the exact same thing? It's funny. If I just watched Men Who Stare at Goats the other night, and they have at the end scene, one of the end scenes, they they put LSD into the uh, eggs um, of all the troops, and they're just they're seeing what these guys are, are capable of doing or are, will do, um, and. It's just fascinating, um, but they there's rec uh, records of the U.S. performing these kinds of experiments as well, uh, with all kinds of experimental medications, as well as standard uh, street drugs <laughs> as well. So it, it's just you know it it blows my mind and it's fascinating to see you know how far the government's willing to go with illicit drugs, totally illegal drugs at the time. Uh, and take it away from us who, you know, we were using it recreationally in the 70s and make it illegal. Uh, you know, it's just, there's that double standard in the government. You know, we can do it, but no, you guys can't do it. We don't want you to take drugs because it might elicit some sort of, you know, paranormal potential in you. You know, parapsychological, psychic, telepathic, telekinetic you know, potential in your, possibly from what we're using, I'm not, I'm not saying those words, this, these are the drugs that they're using, you know, uh, in other countries as well as the U.S., I mean, so, you know, it just, it just makes you wonder, you know, the government's out there doing their thing and, you know, making it illegal for us, well, why did they make marijuana illegal for so many years and now it's becoming legal? You know, I, I, I'm i no, no marijuana expert by any means, but, you know, I've heard it's got a lot of healing potential um, as well as some psychedelic potential as well. So, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, what's really going on here? Is the government really trying to help us or are they, you know, just trying to help themselves first understand the potential of these medications? And then maybe we'll make it legal for you guys if we think it's a good idea or if I can line our pockets like it seems to be uh, in certain certain states. Uh, so, you know, just going back here to the article, um, it talks about some of the testing that they had done, um, that hopefully in the future they would 
be able to manipulate someone else's consciousness with telepathy, guiding them into a trance, um, and have the ability to, fo to focus a mental whammy on an enemy through hypno hypnotic telepathy. Um, as seen by the Soviets and their their backed up documentation, um, you know, and they talked about in espionage, and this is underlined, this is like highlighted here, in espionage, one could telepathically hypnotize an individual with post-hypnotic suggestion to steal classified documents or detonate important military equipment, uh, and the and the mission would be accomplished, and the individual wouldn't even know that they've done it, anything wrong. So, they stated that the bulk of recent tele telepathy research in the USSR was concerned with the transmission of behavior impulses or research to subliminally control an individual's conduct. So these guys just straight up wanted to do mind control in the, in the Soviet Union. I mean, and that's, you know, when you think about communism, you know, what is communism other than, you know, kind of controlling the populace, you know? I mean, you could say that there may be some good good reasons to have communism, but most most people in the U.S. would say that it's it's all bad. Um, but you know, any government, both our government, which is a capitalist government, and the communist government, are both working on the exact same thing. So, you know, who's right, who's wrong? Uh, so that's that's pretty much it with this document in a nutshell. Um, it just seems like we were playing catch up as far as the psychological and paranormal game goes uh, with the Soviets. You know, they did first, we'd hear about it like 10, 20 years later and we'd start playing catch up, you know, and I mean, what we were able to do by 95, these guys were already doing, you know, back in like 1924. So, you know, where are the Russians at now? You know, how much information do they have now? You know, versus us, you know, how far ahead are, are they than we are? You know, we pride ourselves as in the U.S. as, you know, this huge country, uh, you know, big and strong and mighty. But, you know, Russia seems to have had this game on lockdown in, you know, decades, decades, multiple decades, 50, 60, 70 years ahead of us. You know, they probably were able to see the future way before we were and make all kinds of changes uh, necessary to, you know, dominate. And look at what Russia was able to do. They took over Crimea, like, within a week. And they're like, yeah, we just need Crimea. We're just going to take it. And they were able to do it massively quickly with, with extreme force back in, what, was it 20, 2013, somewhere in there? I mean, they just they just dominated it. Um, so, you know, it just goes to show you that, you know, Russia is very strong, very, very powerful. Uh, and not that America isn't, but it just seems like we've been playing a lot of catch-up according to the documentation that we've seen, um, a lot of the projects that <coughs> sorry, have gone on, like Gondola Wish, Center Lane, Grill Flame, and of course Stargate. <clears throat> All of our parapsychological programs, you know, we're just far, far, far behind uh, the Russians. So it'd be interesting to see if there was a KGB, you know, uh, release documentation file and see how it compares to uh, American uh, America's release of their their documentation, and kind of compare 1950, 1960 to where they were at, you know, um, in the parapsychological game.
Very, very interesting stuff. So thanks for joining us. I hope you're staying healthy and wealthy and well. Uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, until next time, Lockdown Universe out.